Welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, the Barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I am your host, Nick Kachanov, and today we're talking breakfast. I feel like this is, uh... Maybe I've done one other episode, I guess, about breakfast. I feel like I haven't done too many. And Ina doesn't have, like, you know, droves of breakfast episodes. But I feel like, I mean, for me, it's, you know, not only is it the most important meal of the day, it's the best meal of the day. I love a good breakfast. I love making breakfast. It is my happy place on a Saturday when it's like, especially now that we're like, on the cusp of fall you know what i mean it's like in in, at least in pittsburgh it's like we had maybe like a month ago at this point really it was it started to feel like fall and i was like oh my god it's here and then today it was like 81 degrees and i just wanted uh, i don't know it's i just want to wear a sweatshirt and sweatpants and like comfy socks and be cold (laughs) that's all i want keon cannot understand the idea because in the in like the summer I also want that I want the AC like so high not like you know unreasonable levels of air conditioning I I you know I'm I'm not a monster but um I I love like being cold with a blanket on I just love that feeling I love being cozy so um what was I talking about breakfast yeah I was picturing like the perfect fall day just like looking out my window of my kitchen and just like I don't know I mean seeing snow would be like the best version of that story like when it's snowing outside ugh, and knowing that you don't have to go anywhere even better it's like the the introvert I was gonna say trifecta but I only think I listed two things we'll say snowing not going outside and being comfy with like a good book maybe a glass of wine Ugh, perfect and I mean Maybe watching Ina really is where I should be steering this ship back to. But um, before we get into the episode, how is everyone? I hope you all are well. Um, I mentioned the fall weather in Pittsburgh. Um, I, 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 I can smell it. It's coming. Um, I, feel, I feel like I said this last week too, but I feel energized by fall. I just love it. I, there's a lot of like things happening in like pop culture too. Like... Kelly Clarkson is coming out with a second Christmas album. She might, I think Wrapped in Red was her only Christmas album. I mean, I'm a fan of Kelly, but I'm not like a super fan. So don't come for me if this is her third. I don't know. Um, but I am super excited for that. And she's also releasing it. So this comes out on a Thursday. So tomorrow is the, the day, the 15th of October is when Kelly's releasing her Christmas album. But it's also the same day that Adele is releasing her new single. And I am so thrilled for that i feel like i liked 25 21 is perfect um 19 is also great let's not forget about 19 um but i just have a really good feeling about this because she's been like promoting like uh, what what where am i looking for like the i guess promoting for the promotion of this new like single or new album that's coming out like I don't know if you if you all saw, but it's like there's like 30s. There was like a 30 on like the Eiffel Tower and like the Louvre or something. I don't know. Like it's all over the world. So like I feel that this album, they they know it's good or else why would she, 
you know, I feel like 25 was so hard for any artist because like 21, excuse me, 21 was so good and it's hard to like match that energy, but I feel like 30 is going to be it. Anyway, I just had to get that out of my system. Oh, the last thing I will say is pop culture stuff because I can't stop thinking about it. Is anyone watching the Squid Game? Because I did and holy shit, I need to talk to someone. I need to talk to someone about it, like with it, like someone who saw it. I need to, um, because I mean, it is, it is madness. And I, I've lost years of my life on several episodes of just like how anxiety inducing it is, but I really loved it a lot. Uh, Some of my friends are watching it. So, but they're like maybe a couple episodes in, so I can't, I, you know, obviously the end has a twist, which I will not spoil, but, um, if your stomach, if you can stomach it, uh, go watch Squid Game on Netflix because it's it's great. So that's all I wanted to say, I guess. Um, I guess we should get into this episode. It's a Frank Newbold episode. I mean, I will say this episode is also a slow burn because I picked it because I don't think I had seen this episode. I saw it as I was scrolling through and, you know, I'm I'm not without fault here. There are episodes of The Barefoot Contessa that I just... I just haven't seen, even though you feel like you've seen them all. But now that we have them on Discovery Plus, you really kind of can fill in the cracks of, you know, that barefoot contestant knowledge. And I saw this still for the episode. I was like, I don't, I don't remember this one. So I was intrigued, which is why I picked it. But the ending of this episode is chef's kiss. It is, uh, it's beautiful. So (laughs) let's get into it. So Ina begins, oh, this is, um, for everyone who's keeping score at home, this is season nine, episode nine, Breakfast In, Breakfast Out. And when I told that title to Keon, he's like, that sounds like gross, like a bodily function. You know what I mean? Um, but I didn't think of it that way. But it, but when it's like, and then I explained, it's like, it's she's having breakfast at her house and then she's taking it to Frank. And he was like, okay. Anyway, Ina begins in a white shirt outside in the garden. She says... Frank Newbold and I are not only best friends, but we're also business partners. Since we both have day jobs, we very often have our business meetings over breakfast. I thought, why not combine work and a delicious breakfast? We're going to meet today at my house and tomorrow morning at his. Day one, I'm making a bacon and cheese omelet for two with chunky brand muffins on the side. Chunky banana brand muffins, excuse me. Day two, I'm packing up bagels with homemade vegetable cream cheese and smoked salmon, plus a peach raspberry yogurt that's guaranteed to get us going for the day. Ugh, first of all, um, you know, through the magic of editing, you won't be able to tell, but I, <laughs> when I read that intro of Ina, it took me 75 times to get it right because I kept stumbling over banana bran muffins, chunky banana bran muffins, And then I couldn't say, um, I kept saying, I was very Pittsburgh about the way that I said bagels, because in Pittsburgh we say bagels, and it's, I sounded too Pittsburgh, I had to go back and do it. Um, But anyway, that's the intro, I'm like sweating over here because I recorded it so many times. Anyway, but you won't be able to tell because it'll be edited beautifully and hopefully, hopefully seamlessly enough. So let's get into this. So we start out with... I mean, appropriately so here, the chunky banana bran muffins. She pours a cup of buttermilk into her Pyrex and then puts that in the standing mixer. Uh, Oh, no, she puts that in a bowl, excuse me. And then she puts uh, a cup of unprocessed bran into the buttermilk, which makes it kind of look like oat milk 
oatmeal, I guess. It's just, uh, I don't know. I've never bought unprocessed brand. She said, like, this stuff is really healthy for you. Uh, so she adds, or she continues with the dry ingredients. She puts in some light brown sugar and then some butter into the standing mixer. And then she adds two eggs one at a time to the sugar and butter. And then she adds six tablespoons of molasses. And fun fact, this is an Ina fun fact. Uh, Ina tells us that a quarter cup is four tablespoons. And I'm going to take that with me. Easy to remember. You know, a quarter, four. That works. Um, Because I often think of that sometimes, too. I'll I'll, like, Google or ask Alexa or something like that as I'm cooking. But that's good to know. Uh, And then she adds some orange zest and, of course, some good vanilla. And then she adds the bran slash buttermilk mixture into all of that. And then she starts with the dry ingredients. Did I say dry ingredients before? Yeah, I guess like the oh the light brown sugar. Yeah, ugh, I'm losing it today, folks. Um, so she adds. She also adds some flour, baking powder. <laughs> I was gonna say baking powder and baking soda, and it came out baking powder. Um, so there's that. Uh, she gives them. She mixes them together, and then slowly adds it to the batter in the standing mixer. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my mind. I'm I'm going through my notes and just kind of like reading them, and it looks like it's written in hieroglyphics. Maybe I should like take a break, but I'm gonna power through. Uh, to the batter, she adds a cup of raisins, a um, a cup of banana, and some chopped walnuts. I would have. I mean, again. Golden raisins are the superior raisin. She added regular raisins. I'll excuse this one because I feel like it does, you know, it's bran, raisin, bran. Maybe that's why I'm being so forgiving. But um, the other recipe that she makes later should have been golden raisins. We'll get to that. I have, I got a lot of issues with that one. But um, anyway, after that's incorporated, she uses the ice cream scoop to fill her muffin tins, muffin cups, muffin cups. Yeah, the little plastic cups why do i think they're called something else paper cups anyway uh she puts those in the oven for 25 to 30 minutes at 350 and while that's baking she starts on the omelet for two and this is like the part that i definitely don't remember because she's essentially making a frittata just like a smaller frittata so she cooks she starts out with a quarter pound of bacon um, and then she tells the story, of course, the worst party she ever gave was an omelet party. It was a disaster. Everyone stood there with cold omelets while I was slaving away in the kitchen. <laughs> um, I thought there was also another disaster where it was like pancakes or something, too, because that's also a bummer. Um, but I definitely I, I guess I do remember the omelet. Anyway, after the bacon is cooked, she drains the bacon fat from the pan and then starts chopping the potatoes and onions. But it's funny because she she's like, you don't want to cook with bacon fat. And then she puts like a whole tablespoon of butter in. I, I mean, it, it was like a decent, if it were me, I would have like drained the baking fat out of the baking, the bacon fat out of the saute pan, but like kept a de- like a good amount in there just so I can like, you know, saute the onions and potatoes with it. But she she drained it almost to the end. I was sad about that. But um, anyway, uh, she, what does she say? Oh, so she's chopping up the potatoes and onions and she gives us like the inside scoop on her and Frank's like business meetings in quotes. She says they usually take about 10 minutes and then we say, okay, we're done with that. <laughs> and then they just like throw their heads back and laugh. But like, yeah, if I worked with my best friend and we were business partners, like it would be 
10 minutes of like work and then like 90 minutes of like bullshit. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I don't blame her for that. I mean, this is like a little Easter egg for later. Oh my God, I can't wait. Um, So she, and then she looks at the camera. Oh, that's right. The the ending of this, she says, um, okay, we're done with that. And then she looks at the camera and says, that's my idea of a good time. And it's true. I second that, Ina. So uh, she continues to saute the potatoes and onions while that is uh, doing its thing. She cracks five bowls and five bowls. <laughs> oh, my goodness, folks. Five eggs into a bowl. And uh, I think that's an appropriate amount. Like, would I want three eggs to myself? Probably, you know, but I think five eggs is respectable given, you know, the, it's a pretty substantial omelet or frittata, whatever you want to call it. So she adds two tablespoons of milk into the five eggs and then the salt and pepper and she chops up some scallion as well i feel maybe this is just a me thing but sometimes i feel like if i i either have to have like if i have onions white onions or red onions whatever it happens to be i won't add scallions to it i feel like it's double onion for some reason i love both of them and I've probably eaten both of them in one dish before, too. But for some reason, I, I usually just pick one or the other. Um, but she's double dipping today. So she has uh, she, she puts uh, or she at least chops up the green onions. Um, and then she grates some extra sharp cheddar. Some is for the omelet mixture. And then the rest is for the top at the very end. And then for a little heat, she dices up a little bit of jalapeno. And she says, not the whole thing. I don't want to blow his socks off. She's like, hmm. She puts the jalapeno and bacon into the potatoes in the saute pan and then pours the egg mixture on top of that. And then she puts it into the oven for 350 for about 15 to 20 minutes. I mean, honestly, if you're trying to get rid of vegetables and they're like, you know, it's not too weird to put it in a frittata, make a frittata. It's like the best way to get rid of like any unwanted sort of undesirable things that are on its way out as far as like veggies i mean you could also put meat in there too i'm sure you could put like i don't know Uh, i'll stop talking about that (laughs) so anyway um while the i I keep wanting to say frittata while the frittata cooks but it's um while the omelet cooks she decides to set the table for frank and her uh the coffee cups are so cute it's like i don't i don't know what style it is maybe it's a specific style or artist or it's probably just like some bougie ass boutique in East Hampton that sells them but I've seen them before they're like really beautiful white mugs with like blue um like it's in it's like written it's like a stencil of like I don't know like nature and like a house with like a chimney on it it's really cute it's like sometimes I feel like there's like a horse and buggy on them and they look really Victorian I don't know if I'm doing a good job explaining it, but if you're if you watch it, you know. If you know, you know. Um, and everything on, else on the table is white, of course, except the classic barefoot Contessa lime green and white napkins. And I don't think the lime green is specific to barefoot Contessa. In my mind, it is. So I don't know. I just feel like that lime green pops up a lot, like with a ribbon or napkins, or maybe it's just like something she picked up at Crate and Barrel one day. Who knows? Um, so Ina says, it might be a working breakfast, but we still need flowers on the table, <laughs> which, which made me laugh out loud because she brings out like the most beautiful bouquet of like parrot tulips that are in like a pitcher in the middle of the table. It's so great. And yes, 
Parrot, P-A-R-R-O-T. At least that's what the subtitles told me. So it makes sense. They look really beautiful. Um, so she sprinkles, once the uh, omelet is out of the oven, she sprinkles a little bit more cheddar on top of it and then puts it back in for like, you know, a minute or two just for that to get nice and cheesy. Uh, just in time for Frank to arrive. And he says, wow, that smells terrific. And Ina says, perfect timing, as always. Breakfast is ready. And then they laugh. <laughs> and then they sit down and dig into the omelets and the chunky banana bran muffins. Um, and then Ina says, I like these work. Wait, what did she say? I like these working breakfast meetings. And Frank says, I think we should have one every day. And <laughs> Ina basically says, well, buckle up, bitch, because we're doing it again tomorrow. It was just like the way she said it made me like laugh really hard. She's I, I don't I don't even actually know what she said. I just wrote like what I thought she should have said. Buckle up, bitch. Because um, it was almost like she was saying it as if he didn't have any choice. Well, I hope you like breakfast because we're doing all this again tomorrow. It was one of those, you know. Um, so now it is the next day. And she's making peach raspberry yogurt, which is, this is a very interesting process. So she takes, I guess, like a regular yogurt. I don't know if it's flavored at all. Um, And she drains the liquid out of it overnight, which is very similar to, um, so Keon's Lebanese and we make labne a lot, which is basically, you can pick, I feel like it has to be either full fat yogurt or non-fat. It's a 50-50 shot and I cannot remember for the life of me because we haven't made it in a while, but it's basically doing the same thing. You put just plain yogurt. I guess you could do it with Greek if you wanted to, but it's not as good. Um, and you let that drain like through a sieve, like you put a paper towel in the sieve and you put the sieve over the bowl. Um, and then you just like let that sit overnight. And then you also put some salt in it as well too. And it's great. It's like a, it's almost like a French onion dip. I mean, it's not, I shouldn't say that because it's never going to be as good as a French onion dip. It's like an alternative that's great for veggies or pita or like whatever you have it's like it's it's so good so that's that's labne um but Ina is doing like a sweet version of labne I would say so she drains the liquid out of the yogurt she says overnight but she does it you know at least three hours so um and next she is on the move to buy some fruit and honey uh she picks up some peaches she's just like I don't know where she went she's at one of the stores that we all know and love but I they didn't show the exterior um so peaches and she buys some raspberries and then she picks up a jar of um I thought I thought she picked up honey it says like clover blossom honey it looks like some it looks like it was like 37 dollars like it just looked expensive but then when she added the honey to the yogurt I didn't see that bottle I don't know it's a mystery so we are back at the house. She dumps out the liquid from the yogurt that she was straining and begins to toast some almonds in a saute pan. She adds a quarter cup of honey to the yogurt, uh, some good vanilla, of course, and some grated orange zest. And after that, she pours about a half a cup of peach nectar back into the yogurt to replace all of the liquid she took out, which is so interesting to me because I do love a thicker yogurt. Like, I'm a Greek yogurt gal. Like, I don't... I I will eat regular yogurt, of course, but, like, I love when it's, like, thick. (laughs) Like, I just, like... There's something more satisfying. It just tastes like it's healthier for you. I don't know. So, anyway, she, she pours the nectar in... Uh, the peach nectar and then she peels she peels the peaches i like i'm a skin on type of guy 
uh, for my peaches and like cucumbers and other fruits. I rarely like the skin off, I guess, on vegetables or fruit. I'm trying to think of one that's like an exception to this, but I can't think of anything right now. Um, you know, obviously peel the pineapple. I'm not going to eat the outside, but um, I, I think I would have loved to have like some skin, but maybe it would have gotten wilty because it was in the yogurt. So maybe Ina knows what she's doing after all, I guess. Um, so she um, cuts up some peaches without the skin, puts that into the yogurt, and then she puts raisins. And this is where it should have been golden raisins. I really think the golden raisins would have been great with the peaches, Ina. I, I think we should try it. Um, regular raisins, eh. I, I would have been like turned off by this, but like it's just like within the color palette, you know, the golden raisins with the peaches and, you know, the toasted almonds. Ugh, slam dunk. So she takes, she kind of like, I almost said plated this, but she takes basically two uh, jelly jars and puts the yogurt mixture in first and garnishes it with peaches, raspberries. And she basically puts like everything like on top of it. It's almost like overnight oats in a way. So we are in the home stretch and last but certainly not not least, uh we are we're not making bagels, but we're making a vegetable cream cheese to go with our bagel. So she says, "I have a business meeting with my friend Frank and I don't know how it happened, but I ended up being responsible for breakfast." <laughs> It was just like I'm like, is she annoyed or not? I I feel that there's a part of her, you know, when she goes to a house like, you know, someone's in charge of like paper plates and Ina always has to cook something. You know what I mean? Because that's just like people expect it. I would I wonder if she gets tired of making stuff. I'm sure she does. Um, but it, I know it, she was meant to, it was meant to be sort of this like, how did that happen? Her, like her, I was expecting her to say that, actually, but she didn't. Um, regardless, she adds two blocks of cream cheese into the standing mixture mixer, excuse me, and then chops up a bunch of different veggies, which include celery, carrots, a radish, and green onions. Love that combo. I would be into that. I would maybe nix the celery. I don't know what I'd put in instead. I would love like a cucumber, but maybe that would get watery. Yeah. Um, so she slowly adds all those vegetables into the standing mixer for it to combine, followed by a big pinch of salt and a little pepper, and it's all ready. It looks great. I mean, I think much like the butters that she makes, like the, you know, the orange marmalade butter or whatever, you know, like just throwing anything in the butter, like chives, just elevates it. So I think this is like, this would be like fun to bring and people would be like, did you make that? And you're like, yeah. Um, so she then cuts two sesame bagels. Ugh. I love sesame bagels. I do love an everything bagel. I'm not going to like, you know, but sometimes the everything is too much, right? I feel like sesame's sesame bagels are ugh, they're just great. But I will say an onion bagel is the best. It's so good. I wish they can combine an onion bagel with like a sesame bagel and I guess that essentially is everything <laughs> everything bagel seasoning but I I just um I don't know I like them separately a lot too I think everything might be my third choice and then I would probably do ooh, sesame number two onion number one yeah what are your favorite bagels I'm like comment below um <laughs> or just email me one of the two I could talk about bagels all all, night, all day. When I used to live in New York City, I just like, ugh, I just, I dream of those bagels. You can't get them anywhere else. But um, speaking of, we'll go back to these bagels here. So she cuts the bagels up 
Anne puts a hefty smear of the ve- vegetable cream cheese onto the bagel, and then she adds a few slices of Norwegian smoked salmon. She likes Norwegian, everyone. I've, I've never bought that. Maybe I have, and I didn't even notice. But to me, it sounds like, it sounds expensive. So it looks great. Again, I mean, the bagels with the locks and the cream cheese, the capers, the red onion. That's that's not all in this bagel. I'm just listing things that I really love on a, a bagel. Um, it looks great. So she packs up the peach yogurt and bagels into the work bag. And then we reach this grand finale, <laughs> which um, I actually recorded on my phone, which is charging across the room. So let me go grab that. Okay, I'm back. So I... I thought about doing this sort of like impression of her doing this line reading, but I I cackled. Like everything about it is perfect. So here we go. I'm just gonna play it. Second breakfast meeting with Frank. So we don't get any work done. Who cares? <laughs> it's so good. I like the the deadpan. Who cares? And if if I I'm hoping that came through. But what she said was second work meeting with Frank. So we don't get any work done. Who cares? <laughs> just like picks up her tote bag and heads over to Frank's. I thought we were going to get some Frank and Ina action and then maybe like another sort of like cheers or something. But oh my goodness, I'm so glad we got that instead because that really tickled me pink. I was just so smitten and like the episode was worth it. Um, Not that it's a boring episode, but because I love breakfast and I love everything that she made. Um, But those golden raisins, got to substitute those. Uh, But I, I laughed several times during this episode but this I laughed the most and I ran into the other room and I showed Keon I played it for him twice and I was just like just like watch this because he he knows he like I think that's one thing that like tickles him the most out of about Ina is like the moments like this so like you have to if you have Discovery Plus you have to watch the last two minutes of this but um, if you don't hopefully the audio was uh, good enough for you to, to paint that picture Ah, what an episode, what an ending. I am, uh, I'm gonna remember that one. I'm gonna remember that omelet episode. Um, anyway, I guess that's all for today, right? We've, we've reached the end. So thank you again for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can find it on Instagram and Twitter at goodvanillapod. And you can also send me an email at goodvanillapod at gmail.com. Also, I made a Facebook group for The Good Vanilla on Facebook. Very easy to find. Just search The Good Vanilla. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Or just tell another Barefoot Contessa fanatic. That also works, too. And if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Kachanov. And you can find me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, every week with Colin Drucker. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time.